The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. This is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. All right, it is 3.39 here on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. I am Brad Whisker filling in for Jalen Nye, who will be back on Monday and, of course, sitting in the big chair, Andrew Gross. And, mm-hmm. Andrew, we spent half an hour chatting about Canada Post. <laughs> yes, we did. You and I have had some issues, as have many of our listeners, including Sabina. The masses, our 6.30 Chet listeners, are about to get a very important update from you. Yes, in fact, I've uh, received, and I'm sure it was in no way connected to the fact that I vented uh, my anger at Canada Post for the better part of a half hour. I've received a notification from Canada Post. I don't know what to make of it exactly, so I don't want to be just nothing but critical of Canada Post and say everything you do is wrong, but a little more explanation would be good. Uh, The tracking history has been updated as of 325 Edmonton time to say... Customer addressing error found, attempting to correct, possible delay. So my guess would be that potentially the address was incorrect, as Sabina suggested, maybe one letter off on the postal code or something like that. Um, And possibly I will see this letter at some point. Probably not today, maybe Monday, which would be fine. So thank you, Canada Post, for looking into it. I would like you to do that for everybody who doesn't have a radio show. Uh, Hey, how about this? Uh, Switching gears to another. And it is Friday, by the way. And you know, Brad, on Friday, we like to get into the big blue folder of uh, odd and uh, curious stories. Yes, we do. But before we do, I thought maybe uh, I'd run this one by you. Please do. Okay, I don't know that you have this one, so I'll I'll explain it. Even better. Yeah, because I've been dealing with Ottawa all day for the last three days. And then look at this. There's a federal government building, uh, an office in Ottawa, on Queen Street, they say. <laughs> so that'd be Toronto, actually, wouldn't it? No, that is that's down, Ottawa. That's downtown Ottawa. All right. So they had a need to buy a TV. Uh, we're not sure how many TVs, but they had to buy at least a TV. And it turns out that it's not just us, the citizen, who has trouble dealing with government. Apparently, government has trouble dealing with government. So it's the department, it is the Innovation, Science, and Economic Development Canada Department, which, why would you even name, anyway, (sighs) they needed a TV. And they needed it for the last, what, since March. So April, May, June, July, August, September, October. So, you know, we're the better part of six, seven months here. And they did what they're supposed to do. They put in a requisition for a TV. And what they wanted to buy was a 65-inch TV, maybe more than one. And they determined that the price tag for this would be $40,000. There was other stuff included. Okay. It, it wasn't just the TV. There were some wall mounts and uh, <laughs> all sorts of stuff. Yeah. The, the, I saw the, the point yeah. of sale, the purchase there, and it, there's tons of stuff. But the main thing is is how we got here right. and how long it took and the amount of emails yes. that went back and forth. So, And we all recall, and I won't bore you with the story again of me trying to get a tree planted in Edmonton. Uh, So it turns out, while Edmonton is not off the hook, uh, they are at least not outside of the same range as every other level of government. So $40,000 for this 65-inch TV, which includes the hardware, as you mentioned, and it could be more than one TV, we're not sure. It has now, and somebody, an unknown person, uh, using the Freedom of Information Act, 
FWAP, uh, was able to get all the emails that went between departments to try and buy a TV. And it turns out now that there are over 300 emails between departments talking about buying these TVs involving 39 public servants. And that's only the public servants that were actually the emails were actually directed to, if you include the ones who were CC'd, it's now in the hundreds. So we'll just go back to 39 civil servants were directly involved. It turns out they've been un unable to get their TV. And if you go through all of their emails, there's one email in there in which a somebody, an employee, and remember I said earlier, I'm just trying to find that one employee that wants to step up and say, you know what, I'm going to solve this problem today. Every organization needs at least one of them, ideally all of them, but at least one. Among those emails is a guy saying, look, I'll just buy the TV. Like somebody at some point says, I'll just buy the TV. And he's told he's not able to do that. So I scrolled through a chunk of the document that was loaded up into this story. Yeah. It was 263 pages long. <laughs> yeah, I know. Of <laughs> <laughs> good reading. <laughs> the emails are priceless. They are. One of them, not one, many of them are, hi, made the purchase. What do we do next? Hi, haven't received payment. Where's payment? Please advise. <laughs> what day and where will be will be where will we be installing this TV? Not confirmed. Still waiting to confirm. And then they use a bunch of government lingo and everything like that. Yep. And there was at one point where one guy <laughs> He had sent five emails to a certain department and was never even responded to. Right. And he escalated it to some sort of, you know, deputy within the government and said, hey, what's going on? I need this answered. But every time an email came in, there were more questions That's than right. answers. That's right. It is absolutely priceless. And I only made it through about 25% of these emails I can't even imagine where it goes no. into the later months. Let me quote from one of the emails for you. And for government workers, it'll be like, yeah. For the rest of us, we'll be like, what? So here's one of the emails. As a result of the meeting between I said corporate fac directorate and CIO, it was decided a meeting with BGIS is necessary to provide details around this specific project and to seek their support to deliver this ISED deliverable. It sounds like I'm listening to a certain portion of the interview yesterday we had it's, in our final installment right. of the leadership series yes. with Justin Yasoub because he was giving oh, shorter definitions and you know, you're following along, but you're going, how does he even remember all of these acronyms? And I'm reading these emails <laughs> know. going, you didn't really say any words. No. You just wrote out eight different acronyms, and they're like, yeah, exactly. We'll FYI, I need the iPad to the, <laughs> yeah, I just, okay. I Googled some of these, and Google didn't know what they were talking about, but I'm sure they know what they're talking about, right? 39 people to order a friggin' TV. It's, if I, you I were to email me and said, Brad... I need a 65-inch Samsung TV today. I'd say, okay, <laughs> I'm going to go to Best Buy right now, right. and I'm going to buy it. Where do you live? Yeah. You would give me your address. I would drop off said TV, send you a text, and say, your TV is in the backyard on your deck waiting for you like when you're home. Yep. Right? That's it. It just, would be done in an hour. Just hopefully when they finally get resolution to this TV. They don't send a candid post. That's all I can, <laughs> not to bring that up again, but, oh, uh, we're running a little late on a break. Let's do that. Uh, thank you all uh, for your texts at 630, 630. Uh, you know, it's like uh, when you win an Academy Award, you don't want to 
you don't want to start thanking individuals because you might miss somebody. So many funny texts on this uh, text line, several of them unairable, uh, many pointing out that uh, we just don't understand government. Uh, a lot of them suggesting, in a funny way, that no, 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 you work in the private sector, so time is money. And uh, it's the opposite uh, when you work in government. It just feels like because they're in government, they feel like they need to go through all of these channels now to buy a friend TV. But, well, I better check with Joe, and Joe's going to escalate that up to Mary, and Mary (laughs) is going to confirm just in case with Bill. Again, <laughs> that we can still buy this TV and make sure the date works for everyone. Yeah. They, at times, they didn't even know what floor it was going on. No, I know. Which, and I think it's actually going in reception. That When I read through all of them, I think they just wanted in the reception area. And I think it's not to watch TV. I think it's to put ads up, you know, as they do in reception areas about what this office does. I remember seeing one email. This is going in on the 11th floor. No, that's a completely different project. Please confirm again. Right. Where this email- <laughs> what? There was, there was another one asking about a different floor. And they went, no, that's the floor you send the invoice to. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, listen, I saw this and I thought of you right away. And I knew we were going to be working together today. So, I I often refer to myself as uh, middle-aged, yeah. uh, but apparently I am not. So, oh, no. uh, yeah, for all of you out there that are grasping on to the title of middle-aged, uh, many of you like me, apparently we're not. So it was a, now this is not based, it's a study done of 2,000 people in the United States, I should tell you, and as many of these studies are, but it asked them the question, as opposed to a doctor or a researcher saying, when is middle-aged, they asked these people, and the people came up with the number that they believe to be middle age and they also came up with the factors that would determine if you've reached that stature so 47 is the number first of all for middle age yeah which i'm sure is just 94 divided by two right yeah so, basically yeah so 47 okay so i'm not middle age anymore but there could be a range right there could be like anything from i don't know 40 to 60 middle age maybe to me, I put middle age up until 65 because that's when you can qualify for old age pension. Fair. I would totally go with and that. And that's where you get seniors discounts at, at restaurants and, yeah. and grocery stores uh, and everything else. Humpty's gives me a discount at 55. Well, there you go. Hey, don't no, that's not good news. That's You look at that on the menu and go, really? They don't, they don't even ask for the ID. Just go, oh, that's the worst. He is old. That's like <laughs> when uh, my wife gets asked for ID at a bar or something and she's just like, woohoo. I think I do have ideas. She's just so thrilled. Eh? When <laughs> hey. I get the seniors menu right away, I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah it's like this, the kids menu. You get the a bowl of soup <laughs> yeah, with, a sa- with half a sandwich. <laughs> Hi, welcome to so-and-so's. How would you like your tapioca? <laughs> uh, so they asked, the, uh, they asked for the, the top 10 ways uh, that these people, and they weren't asked to be funny or anything like that. They were just asked, well, what are the signs that you've hit middle age? So as I say, it could be a range. So maybe you're only 40, but you've hit middle age. Maybe you're 60, and these aren't these signs don't represent you. I'm 30, so and I really hope I do not identify with any of these. This is the reason I wanted to run it by you when you were here, because I suspect you do. Uh, at number one, I'm not even going to count now them wait, backwards. Now, wait, though. Wait. Yes? Do I have to hit a few of them? It's like qualifying. Like, you look at WebMD, and you're like, all the symptoms that you I don't know. Ha- Let's you know what? Let's make the rule ourselves. If you hit three of them in the top ten, you're middle aged. So good luck. Thanks, buddy. Let's do this. You start noticing a lot of your coworkers are young enough to be your children. No, God, I, I would hope not. I'm a definite yes on that. Uh, you have a harder time tolerating other people's nonsense. 
I've had that problem since I was about 14. I'm going to give you a pass on that because I'm the same way. Yeah, I just don't want to deal with people's nonsense, period. Right. Sit for a long time. You notice wrinkles and gray hairs, but not just on your face and head. No, I have some gray hair, but it's just on the side of my head. You've looked everywhere else? Yes. No grays. All right. No wrinkles. Well, I'm going to go ahead and put a check mark by that one as well. Let's not get specific. Uh, you thought you'd never need glasses, but now you do. I've had glasses since I was 10. I'm going to put a check mark by that one as well for me. You realize you're older than most of the actors and musicians you like? No. No. I'm getting the check mark. That means I'd be listening to a hot adult contemporary radio station on a daily basis and my iPod would be loaded with music, but that is not the case. (laughs) Going on a cruise suddenly sounds like a good idea. (laughs) I would never... I've told you this. I've said this on air. I... You would do it. Go on a cruise? Yeah. No. Oh. No. I would not go on a cruise. I am terrified of going on a cruise. Oh, that's right. You don't like water, though. I, I can I like swimming. I just don't it like wasn't being... an accusation. I just thought, didn't you tell me one time you don't like water? Mm, wrong person. Okay. But hey, I just don't like the idea of being in the middle of an ocean with sure. nothing around me. It just scares the hell out of yeah, me. Yeah, you'd be a lot safer on a plane. <laughs> I mean I'm you more can com- swim, right? I'm more comfortable. Can you fly? <sighs> I guess we'll find out. At number seven, you've started to really enjoy spending money on boring home improvement projects like Putting no. A, putting a new fence or new flooring? No. I'm going to put a check mark by that one for me, too. You've accepted the fact that you'll never fit into your old clothes again. <laughs> no. <laughs> really? I'm 30. I got time. Okay. Well, so you haven't accepted it yet. All right. Fair enough. At number nine, you suddenly love going to stores like Home Depot. <laughs> I live in an apartment. My 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 building takes care of any problem I have. <laughs> you know what? Home Depot, Lowe's... Uh, M&M Meats. I love M&M Meats. As do I. I love M&M Meats. It's when, funny that you mentioned the, the Home Depot, though, because a buddy of mine that lives in PEI, he just said, I feel, the other day on Instagram, I feel way too old right now. And it was him outside of M&M? a Home Depot. Oh, a Home Depot. Yeah. I love Home Depot. But you're middle age. And Canadian Tire, and I like you know what I don't even know what I'm shopping for. It's like M and M meats too. I just walk in there and look and go, yes, I will take that. So I don't want to say did I lose because well, that's the wrong way of putting. We still it. have a tenth one. Okay, what is it? You're more passionate about politics than ever before. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, I think you're okay. You you hit two out of ten. I hit nine. The only one I missed was you have a harder time tolerating other people's nonsense. And I only gave myself a pass on that because, like you, I've had a hard time tolerating other people's nonsense my entire life. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I can just remember being a younger kid and people at school, even in oh. grade school, going at it or the drama around who's dating who. I know. I don't care. At some point, you realize everyone but you is an idiot. Uh, a few more that made the top 50. You can't tolerate new music. You couldn't possibly handle a midweek hangover. You're hoping to get household items for Christmas, and you try to be cool in front of your kids' friends. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.